Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 7th of January, 2021, Hong Kong Stories Podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Well, we're a week into the new year now, and let's just give it a bit of time to settle in. It's bound to improve when it gets the hang of all this new year business. Today, we have two more stories from our second annual Hong Kong Student Story Slam, which had the theme, Seconds. If you're not already aware of the absolute talent of our students in this fine city, you will be after these stories. The first story today is from our senior student story slam winner, Savio. After Savio, we'll hear from Laura Lai about a loss she suffered. After these two storytellers from 2020, I have a self-indulgent moment to share with you all. When cleaning out my parents' house recently, we came across a recording I did in primary school of a speech I wrote for Speech Festival. I must have been in grade four or five, around 10 years old, and it makes me roar with laughter to hear my own voice recorded so long ago. I hope you will enjoy it too. Humor me, just this once. Before we get to today's stories, though, some extra love goes out to our loyal Hong Kong listeners. It's cold and confusing just now, but the sun will shine again. Take care, Hong Kongers. We are listening. Love goes out to our international listeners as well. This week, especially to listeners in Nairobi in Kenya, Parakambi in Brazil, and Sur in Switzerland. Thanks for letting our stories into your ears. We're waiting for permission to gather before our next live show will happen, but if you have a story you cannot wait to share, head on over to hongkongstories.com and contact us through the links there. We're happy to hear story snippets, emails, and even short recordings. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. And now the winner of the senior category at the second annual Hong Kong Stories Student Story Slam. Here is Savio. The story begins on a Saturday afternoon. Me and my friends were just hanging out in a mall and shot in. We had a pretty diverse group of friends. One of them was a math genius. Uh, one of them was a hockey player. Two of them are really good artists. And one of them was an annoying know-it-all. Anyways, we ended up wandering into this supermarket. And, you know, we just wandering around until we saw this booth, which was selling all sorts of desserts, you know, ice cream, pastry, cakes, healthy stuff. So, but one thing caught my eye. On the counter, there was a little display. And on display was a half-open custard pastry. I was like, whoa, that looks delicious. Oh. And I said, whoa, guys, look at that. The display, it almost looked like a real piece of pastry. And that's why my annoying know-it-all friend decided to be true to his title. <laughs> um, actually, that's because it is real. And I said, ha, yeah, right. You know, I've been to those uh, Japanese restaurants, you know, right? They have these beautiful displays of those foods. It's just like that. Plastic, not real. And he said, <laughs> oh, well... Maybe it's not fair to assume someone of your caliber of intelligence to be able to see what I can see. And I was like, oh, yeah, what are you, some kind of fruit display expert? And he said, 
actually. Let me explain. If you look at how the light reflects off of the custard, you can see the reflection. It's like this at 90 degrees, and does it make sense? Okay, with the plastic, it'll be different. And second of all, look at the top of the, the top of the pastry, okay? You can see little bumps and little dents. If you were made of plastic, why would they make these bumps and dents on purpose? It just doesn't add up. And last of all, you talked about Japanese restaurants. Oh, last time I checked, this isn't a Japanese restaurant. <laughs> Now we were yelling about pastry in the middle of no in the middle of a mall, and my friends were second guessing why they were friends with me in the first place. But I was mad. Okay, you think you know everything, right? No, I'm right because I'm always right except when I'm wrong. <laughs> so I had to prove I had to prove him wrong. Okay, and I came up with this genius idea. I lifted my finger right up next. To the pastry, and in those few seconds, two thoughts went in my mind. One, no, no, don't wait a second. Why are you doing this? No, this is stupid. Don't do it. You get in trouble. Okay, don't. No, please, please, don't do it. But my other thought was, yeah, boy, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah, put the finger in. Put the finger in. Put him wrong. Put him wrong. Yeah. And my finger went in. And when I pulled it out, it was covered in very real custard. <laughs> ah! Wait, 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 wait! But it was fine. It was fine. Okay, the counter lady, the counter lady, fortunately, was busy chatting with a coworker. So if I just put my finger away and walk away like nothing happened, I would be okay. But unfortunately, I am a dramatic idiot. So I went. Oh my gosh, dude! Yo, you were right. Oh man, oh I shouldn't have done it. You. It is custard. It's <laughs> at the corner of my eye. This is what I saw. Calm down, calm down. It's fine, it's fine, it's fine. Okay, now I know what you're thinking. I'm just gonna run away, right? No, I may mess up a lot, but I am a man of honor and integrity. I, when I make mistakes, I always take responsibility, which is why I stepped back, I bowed, I said sorry, and then I ran away. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> There are other ways of determining the realness of things without sticking your fingers in them. Savio was the winner of the senior category in 2020. We're pleased to see him, but we did watch where he put his hands. If you'd like to know more about what will be happening at the Student Story Slam in 2021, do get in touch via the website hongkongstories.com. The next story is from Laura Lai about an incident on the beach. My brother here is a big explorer. Me and my family get dragged around with him to hikes, islands, temples, wherever. Uh, recently, he's been talking about beaches, about which ones have fake sand and which have real, and how you can tell by the color, all that sort of stuff. Next thing you know, we're hiking over to a beach. 12:40, we begin our hike. 
This may not have been my ideal Sunday activity, but I guess I'll live through it. What's taking you guys so long? My brother can be seen from the other side of the mountain. I wonder why teachers don't seem to think he's very good at P.E. <laughs> Finally, we arrive at the beach, and I dig into the sand with my brother. His name is Aaron, by the way, and build many meteor craters. Uh, later on, I go kayaking with him. I decide to bring my phone for pictures and things. Don't worry, I put it in a waterproof case. Um, and shortly after we start our journey, we make it to another beach. We stop for a while as I take a couple of photos and a video. Finally, we get onto the kayak again. We paddle a little, and only then is when I realize, oh no, 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 no. Now how could this have happened? I start to panic and tell my brother to help. He just kayaks. The seconds go by without any warning. Where is my phone? One, I look in the water. I don't see it. Two, if I can't see it, maybe I'll feel it. I grab for a paddle and start stabbing the sand like I'm using a hiking stick. Three, I can't seem to find it. What am I going to do? Four, I keep walking along the sand. I see a stick, a little dark objects, nothing much. I search and search and search. I have no conscience of time. I don't care about the time. I just need to find it, to find my phone. Five, something purples in the sand. Could it be? Six, I see my dad wading through the water towards me. And when I put this hat on, this means I become my dad. <laughs> what is she doing? I see Lorelei wading, uh, poking the sand with their yellow, hike, yellow paddle continuously. I, as her brother paddles away, I make my way towards Aaron, and when I get there, I ask, Hey, what's Lorelai doing? Uh, she lost her phone or something. Wait, what? Did I hear that wrong? Yeah. Well, why don't you go help her? Uh, okay. We make our way towards Lorelai after I recruit a few worried strangers to help. And suddenly she bends down like she's going to pick something up in the sand. And out comes a purple rectangular object. I found it. I found it. I found it. Buried in the sand, I see a corner of my phone case peeking at me. I hold it up like I just won the Olympics and that it's my trophy. (laughs) I feel like I won something, something great something important, and I did. I snap a few photos of the sunset with my newly rescued device. We're finally going home, but I'm not in the mood to go hiking again, and I don't think any of us are, even Aaron. There's a boat we can take, my dad mentions. You'll love it. Once the vehicle starts, there's no turning back. It goes wild, leaping over waves extremely fast, and I've never been on anything like it. I hold on tight. My fingers start to ache from holding the handle. Once the ride finishes, I want to go on it again sometime, even though my hand is in pain. I'm awake. I lie in bed a few days later and eventually pull myself out of my bedroom door. The first thing I hear is, 
Hey, can we go hike to Tongwan Beach sometime? Hiking on a beach might not be Lorelai's idea of a good day, but it sounds pretty good to me. Our host and organizer of the Hong Kong Story Student Story Slam, Jen, did remark on how often mobile phones showed up in our students' stories. We're glad Lorelai was reunited with her phone, and it all worked out okay. And now for the self-indulgent part. This was probably recorded around 1985, when I was around the age of 10. It was recorded as an audio letter to a friend of ours who lived in a distant city. Apologies for the scratchy recording. It was taken off a cassette tape. I wonder, as I listened to it, what our student storytellers will think of their own stories when they listen to them 35 years into the future. Here is myself performing my speech on tape a long, long time ago. Brothers. My speech is on brothers. Ways are good, and of course, ways are bad. Ms. Irvington, fellow classmate. When I was born, Adam was my first brother, and now sometimes I wish it had stayed that way. For one thing, I sure didn't need the time my mom and Adam were working out in the garden. And Adam decided he would keep his little sister company. Crawled into my carriage with mud all over me. That was a very dirty trip. Or like the time when I was about three months old. Mom was changing my diaper and I was crying. Adam asked why I was crying. And mom said I was just hungry. So, mom went out of the room to get a clean diaper. Adam stuffed raisins into my mouth. I've got few good points about Adam, except that he plays with me a lot, and we like to build forts with each other. He's sometimes very useful, like when I was a lot younger. I used to like to go out to the barn and go to the chicken pen and yell to Adam to go get my boots because the chickens were pecking at my toes. Then came Andrew, another he expects to be obeyed at the moment he asks, like read to, read to him when he, when he left to the books he wants you to read to him at school. But he always obeys orders, never right away. And last but not least came Aaron, the pastor of the family. For instance, in the morning when he wakes up, he wants to get out of bed, to, out of his crib, so he starts yeah, calling, Until I get him out of bed. But that's not all. You finally get him out of bed. He heads straight into my room. Doesn't get out of my bed until I read to him or play night night. Mind you, he does help with filling the wood box. One stick at a time. Then again, nobody's perfect. So as you can see, being in a family with lots of brothers has its revenges and disavenges. Thank you. This, that was my first year in speeches, or my first speech I've ever written. And there you have it. Thanks for listening to these stories brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. 
The music for this podcast was written and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Everyone has a story to tell.